Hey there, fellow explorers. Welcome to Transformation with uh, Esporhana for Settled Finance. The podcast that turns enterprise transformation into an epic adventure. I am Mallikarjan, your enthusiastic tour guide on this thrilling ride. Each enterprise transformation is like a road trip. Unique, exciting and full of surprises. But here's the best part. You don't need to reinvent the wheel or worry about wrong turns. We are here to make sure you have a blast. Learn from the best and share a laugh or two along the way. In this podcast, we'll show you how SAP can make your enterprise intelligent, sustainable and a bit futuristic, like something out of a sci-fi movie. So, grab your snacks, buckle up and get ready for a ride that's as smooth as an open highway. We're about to explore innovation, efficiency and a brighter, fun-filled future. Welcome to Central Finance Podcast. Maizan and Suen, thanks a lot for your time. It was, first of all, it was a great presentation from yesterday. You kind of set the stage on fire. What I like about your success story is uh, it is very relatable to every organization that is beginning their journey or they are starting uh, their journey towards transformation. It is very inspiring to you bring the nice business and the IT side of the things. We've been, that's one of the mantra that uh, you also articulated. You mentioned it's a journey. The beauty lies in the journey. So with that, we would like to use this time to kind of gather some more details, ask some questions, and then kind of get some details, which we would be many of the podcast listeners. Maybe they are thinking about uh, central finance. Maybe they want to do it in 2024. Your story should inspire each and every one. That's the object of the conference. Do you have any questions before we start? Are we good? Uh, I'm good so far. Thank you for having us. Let's begin with a brief uh, introduction. Maizan, maybe we'll start with you. Kindly introduce uh, yourself. Uh, let us know how long you've been with uh, Petronas and maybe what's your background? What role do you work in Petronas? And then let's start with that. Thanks again, Malik. My name is Maizan. I've been with Petronas for the last 21, 22 years. And right now, I'm in group finance, being the project manager for business for this shipping project. And you're based out of uh, Malaysia, right? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Thank you. Mm. So, why did you introduce yourself? I'm Shen, the central finance technical project manager with Petrona since 2009. So, more than 12 or 13 years and managing most of the SAP projects. So, that's why in the section yesterday, I'm very familiar with those methodology introduced by SAP, then adoption, those are the values. Awesome. We would love to get more insights on the ones. So tell us about uh, Petronas for those of the listeners who, Petronas is so popular and I'm sure everybody knows Petronas. Little bit of introduction on what the customer is, what's your vision. This is more about Petronas first, right? I think hopefully so many people already know about Petronas, but just in case, you can always come visit us at our website at www.petronas.com.ny. A little overview about Petronas. We are the national oil uh, company for Malaysia. 
before that, I think the oil and gas company, we would identify ourselves as uh, ONG company. But as we move towards the sustainability development, I think we also align ourselves with the ESG agenda. Hence, we would look into more uh, the energy solution rather than simply the oil and gas. We also embark our journey with the renewables, hydrogen and solar energy and those similar to that category. We are based in Malaysia, that's the HQ. Uh, we have a representation in over 100 countries throughout the world. Our business would be the complete value change of oil and gas from upstream, midstream, downstream, up to even retailing, trading and whatnot. Apart from those oil and gas value chain, we also have uh, some activities in property and education, right? And in other corporate to manage the group. Or oh, one more thing, we also have a big for the shipping and things. Yes. In terms of employees, we have about 50,000 throughout the world. I would say the annual revenue ranges from, I think, from 55 billion USD billion to about 85. The last year was the best revenue that we have achieved so far. Now, let's go on to your Diaspora uh, Hana journey to Diaspora. What motivated you to start looking at uh, number one journey to Espor and then maybe you can say what options have you checked for Espor HANA with Center Finance? What was your motivation with Espor HANA and then why did you choose Center Finance? Not going to be that. Oh, that's quite a very strategic question I would say. I think we have been with SAP for so many years. I think from the beginning and uh, last time, I think we migrated to ECC 6 from Rathri. It was back in 2011, 2012. And uh, we've been with SAP, I think, almost throughout our journey, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, I think to maintain the consistency, the experience that we have with SAP could be one of the reasons why the company decided to proceed, go, to go ahead, to, to stay within SAP platform as our ERP. That's for one, and okay, definitely our license, right? Yeah, to add on also, um, the inspiration from the digital roadmap that we have, Petronas embarking on digital roadmap is not now, it's actually a few years back. So we are digitalized most of the products, even into technology and solutions. So ECC6 has been with Petronas for quite a number of years. And we want to transform on the finance processes as well. At the same time, that is why we started or even we have uh, started to venture or into this central finance to look into it. Then we engage SAP prototype team. We have a lot of meetings, demos. Then here we are, how we started. If I could also add on a part of CFIN, I think we shared in our presentation yesterday, before we decided to go ahead with CFIN, we have set certain guidance on how we decide on the system solution that we want to proceed with. So those are the key principles that whatever solution has to be able to comply with that so-called guiding principle that we have established. So that single source of truth, mm. the central life processes and those yeah, seven key. Real-time reporting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this so, is all the... Um, guiding principle. Yeah, and so happened through multiple study assessment and whatnot. CFIN was found out to be the fit solution for our problem. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So you 
first uh, did some assessments, you came up with some guiding principles, you looked at uh, solution options and you found CFIN as a best fit that meets all the guiding principles. Where did the journey begin? I think the study that we gathered, the finance transformation itself started somewhere back in 2018. And uh, on that, I think we did that same 2018, 2019 period. We also did gather the pain points from our finance user. And along the way, we did an assessment. So the actual safe engineer, I would say that we really started to do like requirement gathering activities way back in 2020, mid of 2020 yep. or so. The discovery stage. Yeah. But it took a while because we just started on the journey. At the same time, we also did some planning uh, for the roadmap, uh, the project charter and whatnot. And uh, the actual implementation, I would say, after we have our SI, System Implementer Partner on board. But prior to that, like Shuan shared yesterday, we have also developed POC, right, with SAP. That was somewhere 2019, 2020. Yep, 2019 is where we engage the SAP prototype team. So you engage the SAP value prototyping team sometime in 2019. What is the reason? What's the fit? What did you start with them? And can you share some insights? How did you meet this team and how did the journey began working with them? Yeah, the connection is through the SAP partners in Malaysia. So as the request Petronas wanted to see the demo, it's a proof of concept of the demo on the products. So connected with the value prototype team and came to my surprise that the prototype team is really experts. They deliver on time even on the scoop. And um, Petronas are so happy, and especially the project team and the business project team that my son and myself. So we went through all these elements, all the deliverables that they showed to us and they introduced to us show and tell. They show us and they tell us. And all these activate methodology are all bringing in. So that we are impressed. So we like so much on the methodology and we feel that that is a success factor that really can bring us before we starting our implementation. And they proved to us that, of course, we have the system implementer, our another partner in consulting. Of course, all these are the collaboration Yang Maizan mentioned yesterday. So the good collaboration really bring a good success. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, feedback. Now, you mentioned 2019-2020, this was COVID time, right, at that time? So all the workshops happened remote, I would assume? What really unbelievable, we never meet each other. Yeah, and I think back then, 2020, yeah. even Petrona started, you know, implementing the MS team, right? Because I think everybody was so impressed, you know, with Zoom. Now we started, everybody's doing Teams virtual meetings. Oh, that must be an experience to kind of not meet the team, but uh, kind of do this over remote. I'm sure if it would have been in person, it would have been a much more engaging and much more rewarding experience. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, remote uh, calls and all these time zone differences, you know, they, they do play. And it's also difficult for us to sit in front of a Zoom call for many hours. It's yeah. an energy zapper, I'd say. Okay, now, uh, Swin, a uh, little bit on the architecture side uh, from a uh, number of systems, systems. Well, how complex is your like uh, landscape? Uh, how big is it? Can you give us some insight? Yeah, sure, sure. So, from my personal view, after hearing from most of the customers in this forum, Petronas is quite complicated because we have the ECC6, we have the S4, we even have the ECC5. Aside from that, we have JV, 
all our JB companies, JB entities. That makes things very difficult. And we have the non-SAP company that using non-SAP. So this gave us really a challenge. And um, we came out, we discussed a lot into the architecture. We went through a lot of advices as consulting advices from SAP and also our SI. Then we landed with the timeline. We landed with our Chevron, how to run to craft, which to go pilot, then the next wave and the wave and all the milestone. So it's indeed very good in the learning and give me a lot of uh, major or even a large skill project of learning, included aside from those scope, aside from the developers and of course from the commercial perspective as well. So tell us about uh, how did it start with, uh, did you uh, start with a POC or a pilot or can you give us some insights on that? Yeah, we kick off with uh, POC. So proof of concept with the SAP value for prototype team and it's under the discovery uh, stage that we have. Then only we finish up the POC, we prove with a show and tell. It's really good a show and tell. Show the products that the team has developed and also tell all the challenges or even all the outcomes included the results. Then only we kick off with our implementation. Just to get a rough idea of your POC, you pick like 5% of your business, 1% like number of entities that you remember, like the yes, number of entities out of which how much you started or chose for the POC. Yep. We selected the largest OPU on Petronas. One of it is our HQ. We call it Petronas Holding. Then we also selected the upstream OPU, one of the largest as well, and also the complicated from the debt of finance, which is our Petronas Chaligali. Then we have another one in downstream, so which is our Petronas Chemical Company. So this is how we select for the prototype. Very smart selection. And you covered uh, different uh, regions of business. You also took areas where you have the complexity, the volume. That's a very smart uh, yep. way of mixing it. And uh, what did you learn from the POC? Like when you, after you complete the POC, what insights did it give from the business side, from an IT side, from an organization? What did you gain from the POC? Myself, what I gain is the advices from the team, especially from the partner, SAP as a partner, and also to learn from how they look into the project management, because it's not purely to deliver a product. It's included project management, included controlling, and also how they actually come up with the solution and how they engage together with us, with Petronas project team, to talk or even to deliver a good message, a clear message to our business champion for adoption, for even acceptance. This is what I learned and also impressed. You mentioned a very good point, very important point. Uh, when we look at successful implementations, we always find this as a one stand, stands out. Business and IT working together. Maisa, what's your take on that? What do you have experienced with that collaboration of looking at it as both as one team? I say one of the key things because we believe we are not doing this for the projecting. We are doing this or implementing this project for business to improve their ways of working, their livelihood, or say. So that's why from the beginning, like Shuan mentioned, we need to get a solid buy-in from business and of course from the management prior to that. And uh, 
the throughout the journey we want the business to be involved as early possible and as actively possible so that later on when they are using the system they can appreciate it better and be able to sustain it for the future now fast forward to 2023 where are what's the current status what are your achievements that you are very proud of uh, today okay our first pilot went live last year so 2023 this year we have our largest company which is the HQ of Petronas Petronas Holding uh went live also and upcoming is the one that not say that we are anxious we are our confidence level is there is our november big bang go live in more for 153 entities plus one pilot which is another complicated company under upstream our chadigari this is what we are aiming for november is our big date yeah we love that when we see uh, hey that uh, your big major milestone is a couple of weeks away and uh, here you are uh, in a very happy relaxed state sharing spreading your success story this is very inspiring can you name one or two key challenges that you faced in this journey and how did you overcome that as an inspiration for our listeners yeah the first one to share is actually data data quality is really challenging because we have um, the product called sb mdg but the sb mdg is managing the finance object then the non finance object but it cannot manage everything under the master data so the integration and also the data integrity is so important then of course our ecc6 especially which is a source system already running for many many years we have the technical upgrade from r3 to ecc6 so the data quality or even the data levels which required us to be cleansed before we bring in into central finance this is the biggest challenge so central finance that we are expected for is really a finance data hub we want it to be very clean and all the transactional data including master data replicated in central finance the level of health needs to be there and the quality that serve the purpose of the operation and management reporting that we need to have so getting the data right and getting it data clean and uh, not taking any shortcuts or doing this setting a good data foundation is one of the key parameters for success yes many people say central finance is is a, is a data project first right and then once you have clean data then there are a lot of things you can do with the clean data Mais on anything you remember that uh, you would like to chime in and share some experience or challenge that you find how you overcome that If I could also add up to what Shen just mentioned about data, of course we need to have that cleanse data and in the first place to have that data available to be brought up to CIFI. That's number two. Another one is actually to decide which data actually you want to bring from the uh, to CIFI from your current source system. Because in ECC6 in our source system, we have like tons and tons of data True. that we may not end up using it. So we want to make sure we just bring what's required because we're doing it like fit for purpose yep. kind of thing mm-hmm. so that's from data perspective so who will decide actually what data to be brought up right into cfin that's why engagement syndication and working together in close collaboration with business is super crucial because they will decide in our organization business owns data they decide what should be the right data for their operations as well as the process 
So again, like I mentioned, we do this for our users. We're not doing this for the project team. Once the project is over, then the project team will get disbanded. Uh, I mean, the support team will remain there, but business will be the one who will continue using the system. That's why at the beginning, we need to buy it. But now we want them to really believe in the system so that they would be able to sustain it. One of the key elements is uh, how well the business team that owns the data, they adopt the system, they get the confidence. Yes, this is my system. This is going to be a system I'll be using for the next uh, 10, 20 years. How did you address that uh, change management aspect and kind of bring it closer and uh, make the adoption stick, especially with the business team? Uh, what can we learn from your experience? We need to listen to them more. Of course, at the very beginning, I think in other projects that we did before, usually we get them on board of the program for selectively, right, for certain activities. But now we need them, if possible, throughout the journey. But that's quite impossible because they still have their day-to-day activities that they need to manage. We also appoint uh, what we call business champion, who would be the lead appointed by their business head to actually champion this project within their units or their department, per se. On top of that, we also have a change management team. We appoint change agent from the business line so that they could help to promote and sort of create that level of adoption and embedment within their own team. One question I want to ask you is about uh, oil and gas specific uh, related listeners can relate to that is our JVA topic. It's one of the black boxes for yeah. many of them. How did you deal with that and uh, what was your experience yeah. getting JVA with Center Finance? Yeah, we have the JV accounting in our source system, EC6. It's been running for many years. Then for him, the design is totally different. Two different boxes. Then um, this is one of the challenge that we need to decide whether we want to do the mapping, how is the mapping going to be? Are we going to decon whatever we have in source system? Then we have a new design in central finance. Again, we seek for the consulting advices from SAP. And SAP, I think it's the upstream value team, which give us really, really good advice that we will do the mapping of multiple JB into one, into then sipping. So this works for us and we tested and it's also included into the scope of POC. Nice. Thank you for that. And also uh, working with our product teams uh, on that. They actually using it on an experience coming with that. With that helps the product get better. And the other people who are follow can take advantage of the experiences. You mentioned clean data. What about uh, customization? Like your current systems, are they heavily customized? Uh, and then your Centrum Finance, what was your principle in terms of customizations like do you allow more customizations bring the same or minimize the customization stay as clean as possible what was uh, your experience the program direction is to reduce customization and to the minimal so our ecc6 i can use the word of already being localized so that is a fit to purpose because of the business requirement we have to tailor made or even customize to meet the purpose in ECC6, which is our source system. So into CIFIN is a new program and also the direction to the minimum as possible. So we don't even change anything. We only configure. 
then we only to meet the reporting requirement and dimension that we needed. Anything that required to customize, required another solution, different solution, or even into another platform. That's why the central finance from reporting purpose, we have delivered for our pilot entities. Those are all standard. We have the category to, we segregated into a few different categories. So we have standard category for all the standard reports. We have configurable type of reports into theory. Those will be delivered under central finance. And those that require the customized because of the business requirement, we are using a different platform. So that platform, what we call it, is under the FRT, is another program. Even the tools is Power BI. So those will be, that is the target that we want to meet. So in a holistic view, these are all the reports layer that we have. The business users or the business teams so listening to this podcast, what would you advise as a success factor coming from the business side? Like I mentioned, if I were a business user, full commitment from me would help to make sure the success of the project. When you say full commitment, is it during a certain phase of the project or is it a little bit of all across so that you are not blindsided? Oh, we'll have a design now, we'll see you next in VAT kind of a, uh, or UAT kind of a thing. Is it like that or a slow but continuously staying in touch, making all the design decisions? What kind of commitment would you recommend? From what we have done, basically, we need both. Some people need to be on full time to be able to have the oversight throughout the project. Uh, well, some may not be required to be on full time, uh, but to onboard within the selected activities that we are that those uh, relevant to data. In terms of innovations, uh, where you are currently, you you are looking forward to get your 150 plus entities uh, shortly. What's your next upcoming milestones that you have planned? Let's say for 2024. The next milestone we have is more on the S4 entities, the entities that um, they already with S4. We also have the good reporting. Good reporting is another big one. So because of involving so many entities, all in scope. Then we have the central processing, which we have the central treasury. Treasury is so important in Petronas. Then we have the receivable and the rest like the payment closing. So this serves our group finance, our business group finance, which is uh, handling all the entities into the finance closing and the rest of the functionality. Thank you very much. And my last question, uh, thanks a lot for your patience and uh, your time. You traveled on the way from Malaysia to the beautiful city of Budapest and you wanted to share your experiences, your journey, your success stories. Thanks a lot for that. How do you find this format of the TA Cook event? Any insights? What did you like about the TA Cook format of event where you can come meet people and present? Can you share some insights so that our people who are listening to the podcast, uh, maybe it might inspire them to attend a future event? I like the fact of, I mean, the session of sharing of experiences by the customers that perhaps one of the possible sessions to be included would be the breakout discussion within the group because I noticed what we have done so far is kind of like a one-way kind of thing and then at the end audience will give feedback or ask questions. You mean uh, like a forum for your customers uh, to kind of discuss and do they, yeah, not in a networking or not like a break or having outside, uh, like I say, we had, but instead a formal session call out. Yeah. 
call out a specific topics, ask them, hey, what topics you want to discuss and shortlist one or two interested topics and let them exchange experience one-on-one. Yeah. Okay. That, that would be good. Or in, in fact, maybe prior to the event, you know, customer or, or the attendees can actually provide what would be the topics they would like to have a discussion and then everybody can be better prepared for that. Excellent. That's a fantastic uh, idea. We will pass it on to TA Cook uh, team. Uh, don't pack a lot of slots. Keep one slot so people can exchange experiences and also add, uh, okay, in addition to the networking and other slots that is up. Thanks a lot. Excellent. So what's your take? I like, like what my son said, I like those uh, customer sharing mm. because um, things that they share is really the practical facts. Like we, we went through the implementation. So those that uh, I really like to hear about. Then of course, uh, innovation. Technology sharing also, I feel very good. So when I see our pain point, of course, we are not like um, some of us are not so active or proactive to raise our hands and to raise our question. Like what my son said the, before the event, if we can post all the question, then the question can be answered during the section or the event. Oh, that will be wonderful. Meaning we will be closing the events with outcomes and results that we wanted. Mm. Then we are happily going back home to share with our company management what we have gained. Thank you. That's a brilliant idea. They do have this app, uh, but uh, many, many times we don't see people asking questions or meeting or setting up and using the app. But this is a good feedback. Thank you, Moisa. Thank you, uh, Suvent, for your time. Uh, it was great having you uh, join the podcast. And uh, before I let you go, one word of advice uh, for our listeners when they are who is starting and embarking central finance projects from you both. You'd like to hear what is that one thing you want to tell somebody starting new to keep in mind? Uh, hope to see you next year, the same event, maybe a good country, then we'll be there. We'll share more experience that we have. Yeah, Thank you. I would just repeat the benefit <laughs> is transformation. Transformation. Okay, finance transformation. Thank you very much. And uh, we would love to, all the best for your 150 units go live. And yeah, very strong. Thank you. Thank you. Go very well. And we would love to have you again, maybe next year or the year after, to come and share yeah. more experience, yeah. like what you have, what's happening on that. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. And that's a wrap for today's adventure. What a fantastic journey we have had on transformation with SAP Yespohana for Central Finance. And we are just getting started. Our road trip to enterprise transformation is far from over and we are thrilled to have you on board. Thank you. As we continue down this exciting highway of discovery, don't forget to stay connected. Hit that subscribe button to ensure you are in the driver's seat for every upcoming episode. And my fellow adventurers, remember that the best part of our journey lies ahead. Stay tuned for more stories, more insights, and more moments that will make your enterprise transformation an unforgettable ride.